This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Make a bad bet. You can't handle the truth. Take a bad beat. I, I plead the fifth. Or just something you want to get off your chest. Sir, you're out of order. I don't I show you out of order. BetQL Court is now in session on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Oye, oye, BetQL Court is now in session. The Honorable Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth presiding. Joe, who are you taking to court? Hmm, that's a pretty good weekend overall. Pleased with the college. Uh, NFL was pretty good. You know, I I feel like we need to spend more time on these alt numbers and see if we can find any because some of them, my God, it feels like a market that people aren't paying attention to. And, and then I started thinking about these alt numbers and it brings me to CD Lamb. CD Lamb. We all knew he was going to have an amazing game an amazing game and the receiving prop was in the seventies, which was egregious. And we thank them for posting seventies. And I was trying to figure out why, why was it in the seventies? And I think it's because the thought process was, okay, we're going to have a blowout here and we have a 17 point favorite. So he's not going to play the entire game. That idea was correct. There was a blowout. He did not play the entire game. He sat the entire fourth quarter. That's right. But to get to the point where we have a blowout, where you have your star player sitting in the fourth quarter, that means you're scoring a lot of touchdowns in the first three quarters. That means it's completely out of hand, at least a three to four score game in that fourth quarter. And I'm just noticing, and even at this point, after the last month that CeeDee Lamb has put up, 41 catches on 54 targets, 617 yards, which is an average of 154 per game, four touchdowns. He ran one in yesterday, too. And I don't know who, I can't name a person here, but CeeDee Lamb is not getting enough respect still. I'm looking this morning, and he's still 45-1 to for Offensive Player of the Year. He's 30 yards behind A.J. Brown. 
And CeeDee Lamb did basically nothing the first month of the season. That's the kind of tear that he's on right now. And the idea of wide receiver winning the offensive player of the year, I'm behind because we saw it last two years, Jefferson and Cup. We want to branch out to four years. Michael Thomas won it. So three of the last four winners have been wide receivers. CeeDee Lamb, he's the first receiver in NFL history with three straight games of 10-plus catches uh, in 150 yards. First time that has ever happened in the NFL. And he's 45-1 to to win Offensive Player of the Year, and A.J. Brown's 5-1? to I don't understand it. I don't get it. People always talk about the Cowboys players get pumped up. They get so much love. Uh, The betting market's always out of whack with the Cowboys. For some reason, that is not the case with C.D. Lamb, and I don't understand it. Start putting some respect on this guy's name. He's a top three receiver in the league. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So this, all the books are in jail today? What's the punishment? They're all, the, ones, the ones that are posting 45 to 1 still. And it was 75 to 1 all of last week. Yes. All the ones posting a 45 to 1 are in jail. I don't understand why he's not getting the love that these other receivers do. He's basically going on the run that A.J. Brown just had. But people fell in love with A.J. Brown, and people are not giving C.D. Lamb any credit. What is it? Is it the Mike McCarthy stink around this team? Like, I'm with you. It doesn't make sense because the numbers are right there. And usually Cowboys players get the love, and their prices don't make sense for the opposite reasons. And so, I, I, yeah, I like that one. All right. <clears throat> I got killed on social media, guys. Like, destroyed. I'm talking about haters who don't even follow me. Coming out haters. of the woodworks. Talking about when a woman talks sports, I immediately disregard. Like, I got oh, slammed for deciding that I was going to back the Jags on the spread <laughs> against the Niners. And I am here to tell you, yeah. hand up. I should be because they lost 
34 to 3 in case you didn't pay attention to that one. The Jags offense, what is going on? I thought you were going to take a step forward in the Doug Peterson era, and actually it's been the defense that's looked better. How do you explain Mm -hmm. this? Where has Calvin Ridley been still? This is head-scratching to me, and I look like an absolute fool for thinking that they could hang with the Niners. Now, part of that was I was hoping Trent Williams was not going to play because when I said that was on Thursday and we didn't know for sure. However, oh my goodness, just an epic, epic disaster in that matchup. I don't know who I should put in jail. Myself, the Jaguars. (laughs) I'm just upset. I needed to Trent. Trent Williams is awesome, but he's not worth 31 points. You know, it probably didn't matter that much, right? <laughs> They're winning that game no matter what. They're winning that game. Debo Samuel's not worth 31 points either. Like, he came right. back, and it was great, but, like, the, the whole thing with him is, like, you bring him on, then that helps Brandon Ayuk probably more than anybody else. But, you I mean, you had some great receivers who were wide open. I mean, I specifically, who I would put in jail, Aaron, is the Jaguars' secondary, because I felt like the pass rush was just fine. You know, I think it was the Mm. highest uh, pressure rate that Brock Purdy faced all season long. Like, Josh Allen's Mm. a really good pass rusher. And they've got other good guys, too. But that secondary was a big unknown during the preseason. And then they looked the part until Sunday, when they had all these different guys they had to defend in really unique situations, and they just couldn't do it. Like, Brock Purdy looked spectacular. And I thought the game plan going in for the Jaguars in terms of coverages was awful. It was terrible. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's the Jaguars secondary that I think should be locked up and we have the key thrown away, Aaron. Also running back Bigsby, he stinks. He keeps turning the ball over. (laughs) Like that did not help either. Aaron, it was 34 to three. We don't need to be killing Bigsby. No one even know who the hell he is. Like he's not the reason they lost. I do. I do now. I know it feels worse. I know it feels worse and you know, bad reads. It's like, oh, it feels like when it's 34 to three that, oh, that felt like three losses and L's and L. Like you could have had a bad beat and gotten an L too. There were a lot of people that were on on Jacksonville. It felt like it was kind of split, but um, maybe it's time to have a Jaguars conversation. And I know they just had the long winning streak before the bye, but are they Miami? And what I mean by that is, are they just going to win the games they're supposed to win? But when the level of competition is ratcheted up. Like in their losses this year, Kansas City earlier, yesterday was San Francisco. Are they a team that's going to be able to take down an opponent when when they're an underdog? That's that's what I'm wondering. Like we know they can win their division games, and we'll see if they uh, hang on and win the division or if it's going to be Houston. But uh, I, maybe it's time to have that conversation because I know people want to do it with Miami and it felt like they were happy that they lost to another good team. But I'll be keeping a close eye on Jacksonville moving forward when oh. they do face good teams. Because yesterday, I mean, wh- what will. did they have? They had, a, I mm-hmm. mean, Trevor Lawrence, my goodness, 162 passing yards yesterday. Mm-hmm. You're chasing oh. all game. All game he's chasing. And 162 yep. is what he could do? Sometimes buys hurt teams, and I'm not trying to make excuses for the Jags because they've got a tough schedule coming up, Joe. Like, they will play. I can't wait for at Houston, Bengals, Browns, 
then Ravens. I don't know how they come out of that unscathed, but maybe the bye week was bad for them. Just halted all their momentum. Perhaps, but like, what do we think of Trevor Lawrence going forward? At least with Miami, like that offense can click. And I won't be surprised if they beat a really good team soon. Like I have way more confidence in the Dolphins to be able to knock off. good. I mean, that was a, a touchdown difference. And it was a really fluky pick six that was ultimately the difference between the Chiefs and the Dolphins. That's not what happened here between the Niners and Jaguars. That was a thumping, an absolute thumping. So, I I mean, I think if we're talking about a team that can't play with the big boys, I think the Jaguars are far guiltier of that moniker than the Dolphins. Yes, yes. And, And But there is the scenario that maybe the opponent didn't matter, that San Francisco was going to come out of the bye and just destroy whichever team was on the other side. I certainly think that's a possibility. Couple, well, next week, certainly a winnable game against Tennessee. I don't know if it's a thing, but it just stands out to me when I look at the standings that the Jaguars have (laughs) all three of their losses at home. They are two and three at home. Just stay in London. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, road warriors, but yeah, not much after that. That's for sure. Let's talk a little college football, shall we? Because Mm -hmm. I need to take to court. Now, some people want to take Michigan to court, and I'm fine with that. Because the fact that people Mm -hmm. were, you know, talking as though Jim Harbaugh was dead was a little uncomfortable (laughs) for me, you know, in terms of post-game news conferences. No, like Jim Harbaugh is a martyr or something like that. Like he's, yeah, like we're not going to do that. No, no, no respect to them at all. But here's who I want to take to jail. Pundits of college football who believe that head-to-head is the only thing that matters when deciding who is going to make the playoff and how we are supposed to rank this field. That is balderdash. Head-to-head does not matter nearly as much as you think it does. And I'm specifically talking about two games, Washington, Oregon, and Alabama, Texas. Look at the teams that lost and what have they done since those games. Well, guess what? Since Oregon lost to Washington, they have beaten beaten three of their four teams by double digits, including Utah. Washington has struggled against Arizona State and Stanford. Who is the better team right now? It's Oregon, and it's not close. How about Alabama, Texas? Well, since Bama lost to Texas, they've blasted LSU, Ole Miss, Tennessee, and Kentucky. That is super-duper impressive. The Longhorns struggled against TCU on Saturday. They're terrible. K-State, and they lost to Oklahoma. Bama would be favored against the Longhorns. So don't give me that crap about head-to-head mattering more than anything else, or it's the only thing that matters. Look at what's happening in the here and now. We are supposed to decide on these teams. Yeah, resume matters somewhat, but we're supposed to figure out what these teams are like at the end of the season. Bama is better than Texas, and Oregon is better than Washington, hands down. Yep. Yep. We're never going to get past that. Like, you're right, we won't. but the, yeah, it's just going to be the first thing everybody brings up. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, Jason Lockenfora joins us with his insights and takeaways from week 10. That's right here on the BetQL Network.